Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Find Your Soul show. I know my picture that promoted the show today had me uh, with a bottle of wine, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> we won't be sharing a bottle of wine this morning, um, unless, of course, you're joining us from across the uh, seas and it's night time in your part of the world. But today, today I'm playing with my panda drum, which makes me happy because it has numbers on it, but I actually don't know, I don't use them. I don't, I don't play any tunes per se. Uh, those of you who've joined me for my meditation class will know that I um, do play the panda drum to help people come out of their meditative state. <laughs> um, but it's more intuitive just to play a little bit because that's what it's all about, isn't it? <laughs> Being happy and, uh, and finding ways to play. Um, hi Jody, welcome. Good morning to you. Uh, so today we're talking about happiness. Well, actually all, all this month, month of February is, um, our focus is on happiness and joy and how to bring that into your life. So what I like to do is get a bit of a sense of where we're at right now. Um, hi Connie, wow, it's nice to see some some faces, or not faces, but names of people that I know quite well, which is good. Um, good morning. So I'm asking the question this morning of how are we, how are we feeling today? How are we feeling now that we're back into, um, well, back out, well, let's just say we're out of lockdown <laughs> and we're, um, we're in uh, a new space new space of Thursday. How are we feeling today after our five days um, in that space of restriction? I know how I've been feeling. <laughs> um, so feel free to write, uh, write some notes um, because you know I'd love to hear back from you, to hear from you what it is that's actually going on for you uh, in terms of feeling happy. Because the interesting thing about all of these restrictions and things is that, excuse me while I turn my music down, <laughs> that was a little bit distracting. Uh, so, you know, for me, this, um, for this lockdown situation um, was really interesting because I had got to a point where uh, we were I felt like we were moving out of that um, restrictive sort of space. Um, we weren't wearing our masks and I had been feeling over the last year I had been feeling quite anxious. My stomach was really activated, um, you know, I had this tingling sensation. Um, yeah, that that uncertainty is is really disconcerting and it, and it affects my happiness in a way that I um, have not had it ha had 
it happened before. So obviously, you know, none of us, most of us have not been through, um, you know, a situation like this where we're um, restricted in this way, um, particularly in Australia, we haven't had um, something like this. Um, so it is that uncertainty is something that is really tricky and to, to be happy and uncertain at the same time, that's something that is, um, you know, you need to really, it really shows you what's going on in your mind. Uh, because I find that um, that sort of snap decision making really, really puts me on edge. Like I've been feeling on edge, I've been feeling like that, that feeling in my belly came back in the last week, that, that tingly sort of um, sensation of, um, you know, a fear. Like I felt like that fear came back, which I was actually thought, I, thought I'd really worked on it over the last year. I'd spent a lot of time doing lots of self care, and uh, and so it was really, yeah, it was really important to me to to note that as soon as those extra restrictions were put in for the whole community, that made me feel like I was afraid again, and that's something that we need to practice managing because what happens on the outside world doesn't necessarily have to make us feel that immediate sort of like um, fear. It, it just showed me that I wasn't actually very centered, that I wasn't actually very centered in my in my power. So let's have a look at what's going on for you. So Jody, yep, yeah, that's cool. So you enjoyed the time with your kids and your family and that they can go back to school. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, uh, yeah, uncertainty, it's it's a big one. It, it's a big one and we'll we'll talk a little bit more about that um, as part of that concept of being happy. Um, so I'm glad that you brought that up because that's definitely how I've been feeling as well. Um, yeah, Connie, so true that um, that feeling of being out of control is is really interesting because that is something that we have never we we are never in control of what happens to what what other people bring into our space like i think that's the thing that's really interesting in terms of life in general we we actually are not in control in the greater sense of things we're not in control of what other people do um we are the only thing that we can control is how we feel about it you know and so that that's the interesting thing for me because all of the learnings that i have over the years around um mindset around psychology uh the law of attraction you know all of those those learnings all of those books that i've read all of those practices that i have been um, bringing into my space in terms of energy it's all about making sure that yourself that you are centered and that no matter what the storm is that's going on around you you can stay centered you can stay happy you can stay joyful you can be okay um, I think that's the oh I just noticed that there was like this random hair that was like Meow. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> that that is that is that is interesting and yes exactly how to control our reactions and keep your vibes high in the midst of the chaos great that's that's really great because that is the thing that we need to work on and and the the thing that I've noticed most is over the I've done many years of uh, you know probably really focused attention for the last sort of 15 years I've 
and you know 10 to 15 years I've been really focused on learning lots of tools and skills and and being in that space of um, looking after myself and and focusing on learning how to to teach other people to look after themselves and the the biggest thing I guess is to um, practice the the art of self-care um, Cheryl Richardson is fantastic if you would like a book um, an author who really focuses on self-care and she's super gentle super beautiful um, she's um, she's a coach and um, does some amazing has written some beautiful books um, she has a book called the art of extreme self-care and that is that is a really cool book because one of the things that is really important is to keep doing the self-care practices and your routines of looking after yourself um, whether it's um, massage whether it's you know meditation whether it's you know a walk in the morning whether it's um, a walk in the evening whatever it is that you do to center yourself to calm yourself and if you're not doing any of those things, then it's time to start doing those things. Those things will help you to stay in that space of happiness and centeredness and feeling peaceful and calm. Because when we think about all the words, hi Michelle, when you think about all the words um, that come to you when you think about being happy, all of the words around happiness involve peace, calm, centered, um, relaxed you know if you can think how can you think of any other words um, you know they're always the things that we feel after we've done that self-care work they're they're um, you know I always feel really soothed like um, and and there's a, a peace that comes over me when I do those self-care things um, and it doesn't happen as much when we do things for other people we can get a nice feeling by you know serving somebody else we can get a nice um, happy feeling a joyful feeling from you know being of service absolutely um, but there's something different that happens when we look after ourselves in a deep and, and loving way in a in a caring way and what is really important is to keep doing those things so that when you are in a space of you know chaos when chaos happens when crisis happens when trauma happens you have already set in place that muscle memory, that, that, that body memory of being centered and peaceful. So that's why they say that it's really important, they, <laughs> the teachers, the mentors of the world, say it's really important to do those self-care things as a ritual for yourself every day. And I always find that my clients are the majority of women majority women and they are the worst at looking after themselves they they are not taught we are not taught as women to be to take care of ourselves first <clears throat> we're, we're, we grow up in, we've grown up in a society in a world um, if you watch any movie if you watch any TV show most of the time the women are in that sort of caring supportive role and they're not they're taking care of other people, but they but they don't really take care of themselves. It's it's rare that you will see a um, a woman presented in the world as um, taking care of herself, taking time out, and taking care of herself. Um, there was an interesting ad that I saw during the lockdown last year, when we they it was a um, 
a health insurance company, um, and they had a there was a woman who was with a mum with kids, and she was leaving the house and going to the gym, and then and the kids said bye mum have fun blah 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 we'll see you later, and then she left the then she left the house the next day to go and do something else, and the kids were like see you later mum have a great time blah blah blah, and each time she left the house the kids were really happy that she was going because then when she came back into the space she was really happy she was really balanced she was um, you know having a chat to them and playing with them and everything was really cool and they were giving her time out she was giving herself time out to be happy and to be balanced and joyful. And she was then coming back and giving to her family. And so she gave to herself and then she was able to give, give to her family. So I thought that was an interesting, um, you know, it stood out to me because normally advertisements, I find them really interesting. They are, they generally tend to work on your fears. You know, um, when I was working in, when I went to university and I was learning about psychology and the psychology of advertising, they use psychologists to um, create ads that, that bring you into a feeling of pain, to, to show you that you're in pain and you need this drug or you're, you're in pain aren't you 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 know you don't have this bigger car or you're in aren't you in pain you don't have a house you need a house um, uh, you know aren't you in pain so there's a they use um, those methods to get people to buy their product um, that's what um, advertisers do that's what um, they employ psychologists to help you to understand to help them understand the mindset of their clients and their Put the, the people who are going to buy their product, and then they um, they do that. So when you're watching ads, be really be aware of what it is that's going on. Like if you feel really uh, re a real desire to go and buy a particular product, just um, take it take a beat and see whether or not there was something in that ad that made you feel some pain, and then they showed you how to relieve it. Um, very interesting. So. Back to happiness and uh, uh, in terms of, you know, feeling like you are uncertain because that's that seems to be the the thing that's coming up um, today is the uncertainty feeling. And I definitely um, am, uh, you know, f have been feeling that particularly over the last week that, you know, things can be going along and then and then there's going to be this this snap decision to um, restrict my life in some way um, and I think we need to keep coming back to that um, remember that everything that happens in our life is is unfolding and one of the things that um, Cheryl Richardson, that um, Louise Hay, that uh, a lot of um, people in um, the, the mentoring kind of communities will say that we need to get practiced at feeling okay and feeling safe in that uncertainty, in that not there yet feeling. Um, yeah, m yeah, Michelle, it's, um, there's a lot of emotions that adds can bring up in us. So it's being aware of what's being put into your conscious, into your psyche um, and your world. It's not just about um, what you eat. It's not just about what you, um, the people you surround yourself with. It's also what you're watching, digesting on TV. 
Um, so yeah, so that, that whole concept of not there yet. Um, I know Nancy Levin um, um, talks about um, that concept of being comfortable in the we're not there yet. And, and really the truth is that we're never going to be there. Like I'm not quite sure where we think there is, but um, there is not an outside thing. You know, there's, there's lots of things going on in not just our country, but the other countries. And, there's, and we can't fix the things that are happening in spaces outside of ourselves. So one of the things that, that I spend a lot of time doing is um, making sure that I'm focused more on me and less on the the greater world if that makes sense like I send love you know in my meditations and things I definitely send love and good vibes and Reiki um, you know higher vibrational energy to the larger situation to help um, you know sometimes I'll send you know energy to the leaders um, the leaders of the country the um, the leaders of the world to raise their vibration you know and um, one of the things that I teach in Reiki uh, 2, Reiki level 2 is that distance healing um, if you haven't done Reiki yet you you won't really know but in Reiki 1 you in Reiki level 1 you learn how to do the hands-on energy healing where you put your hands on um, on yourself or someone else and channel that energy of love that energy of divine universal energy through you um, and help the person to rebalance and align themselves and in level two we learn how I teach you how to send that energy by distance so it's a very similar process to prayer um, or um, intention I guess if you want to call it that where you send love and energy um, at that higher vibrational level to people and situations and um, problems to raise the energy of that problem so if you haven't done Reiki that's okay you can still do this process um, it is it doesn't take very long it's really more about getting into that focused space um, uh, whether it's closing your eyes and you know um, sitting in, in a quiet space um, or you can be in nature if you want to I find that when I'm outside um, on the beach or if I'm outside in the garden or if I'm you know moving outside I find that I can feel more connected to that higher vibrational energy but it definitely works if you're you know in your living room or your bedroom uh, and you just close your eyes and imagine the person or the situation that you would like to send love to or energy to or a prayer to uh, and if you're a Reiki um, practitioner and you've done level two then um, you can do your distance healing symbols to connect with that um, situation and then you would spend it doesn't have to be a long time I think we we get caught up in that whole concept of, you know, to, to be happy, we have to spend hours and hours and hours in meditation or hours and hours and hours doing, um, you know, affirmations and things like that. It's, it's not about spending hours. It's about when you are in that space of going, you know what, I'm going to send some energy to that. It's doing it in that moment. So um, it might be that you do that, have that feeling you know five times every day that's great you might have it ten times every day that's great but you only have to do it for a few minutes um, Esther Hicks 
talks about um, being in that space of um, mindfulness. You only have to be in that mindful space for 68 seconds to shift to shift a feeling. So if you are feeling anxious, you're feeling uncertain, you're feeling scared, if you can think about a happy moment or a joyful moment that you've had in the past, um, or a joyful moment that, or a happy moment that you would like to have, if you spend a concentrated 68 seconds, your energy shifts in that 68 seconds. And obviously if you can stay in that space for longer than 68 seconds, that would be amazing. <laughs> um, but 68 seconds is the tipping point. So they've, they've actually done research now to show that you can't um, stay in that, that old state if you are focused on the new thing for 68 seconds. It's quite interesting and um, you can do it with your vision boards as well. If you have a vision board, the, the way that I teach my vision board class is that once you've created your vision board, you would sit and each day and have a little moment, 68 seconds, <laughs> with your vision board, looking at it, feeling all the feelings of the things that you're wanting to create and manifest in your life and the things that you have in your life. and 68 seconds is all you need to do and you can do it as many times as you like during the day but you only need to do 68 concentrated seconds I think that's the, the key um, so because one of the things that happens is that we tend to repeat and Michelle um, you know you'll know that with your um, positive psychology course that you did that we tend to have the same thoughts over and over and over again every day the same thoughts and they're usually not positive thoughts they're you know things that we didn't do things that we should have done things that we um, might not get you know it's always the same sorts of thoughts so it's putting into that space um, some positive um, and uh, clear um, intentions or incantations as my new coach um, has been telling me to practice incantations which are magic um, which they, they're magical because you actually um, move with them and and do them so yes so that's one thing that um, is really interesting there's also a, a really cool lady called Erin Stutland S-T-U-T-L-A-N-D Stutland and she does her, um, she has a website and that sort of thing. She does classes, like exercise classes, um, you know, aerobics. And while she's doing the aerobics class, she says affirmations that are positive and uplifting and then people repeat them. So yes, um, yeah, that's that's so good, um, Michelle. Yeah, that, that positive interventions and intentions. Um, yes, so Erin Stutland talks about um, she does uh, affirmations where as she's doing the exercise so there's one that I was listening to it's a track that she has as like a download on her website and it's got like funky music and um, as you walk you can listen to the music and listen to and what she does is she says these affirmations in a little cycle so um, you know I can remember some of it so it said she says I am strong now I have all that I need I am happy healthy wealthy and loved and what 
I seek is also seeking you. I have space for greatness. I call in my success. And you just keep saying it over and over and over again as you walk or as you ride or as you, um, you know, do your gardening or as you're vacuuming. You could have it on while you're vacuuming. You could be like, I am strong now. Um, and those sorts of things where you're actually moving and saying the words and kind of getting into a vibe um, those are the things that improve uh, and get you feel make you feel happy yeah I love it too Michelle it's good fun um, and the there's a track I think you can download the that that affirmation that I that I just did then obviously I've listened to it a few times because I can remember it now without um, listening to the actual um, CD but um, and every now and then I actually put it on and listen to the full I think it's 30 minutes um, the actual track and she gets you to do to layer the affirmations on top of each other so you start out just saying I am strong now I have all that I need and then you go I am strong now I have all that I need and you do that for a little while and then you add the next Thing. So it's the same as when you do an exercise routine or a dance routine. They teach you the first little section of eight beats and then you practice that and then you do the next little section and you, you practice that. So um, once you've done I am strong now, I have all that I need, you go I am happy, healthy, wealthy and loved. I'm happy, healthy, wealthy and loved. And so you just and then you go back again and go I am strong now, I have all that I need. I'm happy, healthy, wealthy, and loved. And so you, you add them all together. So that's how you can remember. That's how we learn to remember. Um, it's called chunking, actually. It's a, it's a psychology, psychological teaching technique. Um, hi, Charlie. Nice to see you. Um, yeah, that's, that chunking technique is something that helps you to remember. It's a, it's a remembering technique. So if you ever need to remember things, um, for example, numbers, um, you'll like this, Michelle. So when you when you chunk things together, um, for if you're trying to remember somebody's phone number, some people remember them in chunks of four, and some people remember them in chunks of six. And so you can. Some people find it easier to, for example, if you wanted to to ring a phone number, you would go oh four three seven. Blah 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 blah. So. Some people do that 433 thing and other people go 0437 and then they go blah, 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 blah. And they like remember the last bit, the last six numbers as one thing. So you'll notice that when people give you their phone number, they, um, they will chunk in a different way depending on how their brain works. So that's really interesting. Uh, and you can do the same thing with words. Like if, you, if you're trying to learn words, um, you know, as children, we, we get taught this and we don't get told that that's what it is, that, that they're chunking. <laughs> but, um, but that's a good way to, to help you uh, as well. Oh, Charlie, you've got an affirmation. I like it. Or an incantation. What have you got? I'm healed. I'm healthy. I'm wealthy. I'm well. Oh, I like that. I'm healed. I'm healthy. I'm happy. I'm, I'm, oh, I'm wealthy. Oh, I'm healed. I'm healthy. I'm wealthy. I'm well. I look it. I like it, like it, like it. Yes. That's great. Um, beautiful. Bre yeah, because breast cancer, huge and, you know, um, a, a big journey to take. Uh, it's definitely, um, definitely good. And yeah, healed, healed, healthy, well, all those words, very important. Love that you've thrown in wealthy as well. <laughs> That's fantastic because 
what I'm learning particularly at the moment is I'm, I'm doing some work on my money and abundance and um, oh thanks Anna uh, and Anne Marie um, you and and what's interesting is that our abundance and our um, wealth is all connected to love as well it's and health like everything's interconnected with each other so when one thing is not working you it's going to affect other things in your life so um yeah so be be mindful of that when you're kind of doing your your affirmations that you don't have to make it easy for yourself is what i'm saying you know make it easy there's no point in having like a list of like you know 20 million affirmations that you go oh god it's going to take me so long to get through these you know something like nice and snappy like what um charlie's just put there i'm healed i'm healthy i'm wealthy i'm well super easy you can say it all the time you can you can do it um you know while you're walking down the you know walk down the road to you know pick up your kids you know or you can do it on your own and make it an affirmation make it a, a meditation if you want to another one that's really good is um, the the I love you um, mantra which you might have Joe Vitale kind of made it um, famous I guess but it's actually uh, the Hoponopo um, prayer the I love you thank you I'm sorry and I forgive you now um, if you do it like when if you say it like that you you would normally say it in the mirror so you would say it in the mirror or looking at yourself so you would say I love you thank you I forgive you I'm sorry so you're actually saying those words to yourself um, if you want to just go um, love happy like you can just say words you know a, a mantra can just be your favorite words in that moment you know forgiveness happiness peace you know but the power um, for for the most part comes from when you say I am because when we say I am that's a very powerful thing you know when we say I am sad or I am anxious or I am exhausted or I am you know that's that's a very powerful affirmation when you're saying those words so saying things like I am healed I'm wealthy I'm healthy I'm wise I am you know those things are, are also powerful so we need to counterbalance those the things that um, the, the thoughts that run in our heads um, a lot um, that kind of overrun us over overwhelm us sometimes so um, yeah so that's that's a really good way of doing it and and as I was talking to my coach the other day she was talking about movement and connecting movement even my yoga teacher um, last night was talking about moving meditations you know be in motion as you're saying your affirmations be in motion as you're doing your meditations you don't have to be sitting still in a yoga position sometimes sitting still actually makes you feel more agitated and um and worse <laughs> so um you know anxiety is um action you know counterbalances anxiety if you are feeling anxious you need to move you need to move your body and if you add an affirmation to that that's just an extra little bonus to help you with your mind um, to shift that that mindset so 
let's put together um, a couple of um, affirmations here today. Let's let's put a little mantra together. Um, if you want to to take Charlie's, I'm sure she wouldn't mind if you borrowed <laughs> and also used her. I am healed. I'm healthy. I'm wealthy. Um, I'm well. Um, you also might like to use the um, the affirmations that I mentioned from Erin Stutland. Um, you know, I am strong now. I am happy, healthy, wealthy, and wise. I make space for greatness. I call in my success. Um, what I seek is also seeking me. That's a really interesting one. I love that because that makes me go, ooh, the, the energy of, of my, um, <laughs> thanks Charlie, the energy that I'm putting out there is drawing and attracting the energy of the thing that I want. So if I'm sending out there, you know, something that I'm really desiring, then um, it is magnetically being drawn to me. And the same happens with our negative, uh, or Let's not call them negative. The same happens with our um, lower vibrational um, thoughts as well. So if we're thinking, I'm exhausted, I'm exhausted, I'm exhausted all the time, you're going to be getting that, um, that magnetic sensation, that energy of exhaustion coming to you, coming to you, coming to you. Whereas if you say something like what Charlie had on, in hers, you know, I'm healthy, I'm healed, you know, I am, even if you say, if you're not, don't believe it yet, if, you, if you're concerned about not believing the affirmation, say, I am willing to be healed. I'm willing to be strong. I'm willing to change. I'm willing to be um, loved. I'm willing to be loving. Put the, put the words, I am willing to be, in front of your affirmations until you feel comfortable in saying them as I am. Yeah, so I am, you're still saying I am uh, and you're opening up, opening up to that. So I am willing to be strong. I am willing to be powerful. I am willing to be healed. I'm willing to be loved. I am willing to be strong. Um, I'm willing to be happy. I'm willing to be joyful. That will help a lot if you add that in because some people get a bit like, oh, you know, um, <laughs> I'm not though. You know, your mind will say, your ego will say, you just said you're loved, but you're not really. You know, or you just said you were strong, but you're not really. And you just said you forgive people, but you don't really. <laughs> um, and so, it, but if you say, I'm willing to be loving, I'm willing to be forgiving, the ego can't argue with that. The ego, the ego can say, yeah, but you're not. And you go, yeah, but all I said was I'm willing. I'm willing to be. <laughs> it's a bit like sometimes we have to, to play with the ego a little bit. You know, our ego helps us. Our ego helps us to stay safe. Our ego is there for our survival. You know, um, there's nothing wrong with having an ego. In fact, some women actually need to like, you know, grab their ego and actually stand in it in their power a lot more than they are. So um, that's for another day. We'll talk about that another day. But for now, we've got a few little tips and tools that we've shared today. Um, one of those is affirmations and mantras. The other is self-care and the mantras and affirmations come in that. But I would say to you that um, moving, action, affirmations, and being in that space of what can I do for myself first so that I can then help and serve others in a higher vibrational way.
that is one of the best things. Ask good questions. Ask good questions in the morning instead of saying, you know, why me? Why why is this happening to us? You know, what what's what have I done wrong? You know, um, ask better questions. So I hope that was helpful to you lovelies and uh, may you all find a panda drum or a bell or a crystal bowl. I did have a crystal bowl, but it broke and so now I have a panda drum, <laughs> which won't break because it's like solid, um, but one day I'll get another crystal bowl. So take good care everybody. Have a lovely day. It's been a pleasure as always. Thank you, Jody. Thank you, Charlie. Thank you, Michelle, Ali, and Connie, and everybody else who's joined that I haven't seen there. Have a great day, and I will see you very soon for um, the next Find Your Soul show. Take care. See ya.